size of Chesapeake's offer shocked my parents, but not me. I was then, and still am, an energy reporter for the Wall Street Journal. In the mid-2000s, my beat was the Independence, a group of mid-sized companies that didn't sell gasoline or operate refineries. They drilled for oil and gas in the United States. A scrappy bunch, they were the descendants of the industry's wildcatter heritage. They didn't have the money and engineering muscle to compete with globe-straddling energy titans such as Chevron and BP for giant projects in the Middle East or deep-water exploration off the African coast. The independents fed on the table scraps of the energy feast. But the picked-over United States held a surprise. By the beginning of the 21st century, little-known independents had figured out a way to get natural gas from dense slabs of buried shale rock. I reported on this new phenomenon and wrote the first national newspaper articles about the gas around Fort Worth in the geologic formation known as the Barnett Shale. I watched the transformation of the suburbs as Little League fields turned into tawny rectangular drilling pads. I had a front-row seat as this energy upheaval ranged from Texas to Arkansas and Oklahoma and then vaulted to North Dakota and Pennsylvania. Using fracking, the independents found an unbelievable amount of gas, and then oil as well. Early optimistic estimates of how much was available turned out to be absurdly conservative. Even ExxonMobil, the embodiment of the modern energy behemoth, began to look for a way to get involved. Not long before the energy industry beat a path to my parents' doorstep, I traveled to Pittsburgh to write an article about the leasing and drilling in southwestern Pennsylvania. This early drilling took place hundreds of miles away from the farm. Fracking was spreading farther and faster than I had realized. My parents and their friends bought the farm in 1973 and built a small house. It was a place to get away from Philadelphia for a weekend, a couple hours up the Pennsylvania Turnpike, but a world away from their brick row house and busy city life. Back in the 1970s, they were immersed in the left-wing anti-war politics of the day. For the first few years, they called the property Oriente, after the Cuban province where Fidel Castro and Ernesto Che Guevara began their revolution. From their first days as landowners, these urbanites stood out in this conservative and poor part of the state. While their neighbors in Sullivan County worked long hours to wring a living from their acres, the white-collared Philadelphians kept their land untouched. Making money from the land wasn't in the plan. The trust documents reflect their vision. There were eight owners. Each owner, or couple, if married, would pay an equal share. If a couple wanted to sell their share, they wouldn't profit. They would get back the money they put in to buy the property and anything paid over the years for taxes and upkeep. Drafting the trust in an era of anti-government protests, they figured when the revolution came in the United States, they could always escape from the chaos to rural Pennsylvania. In the more likely scenario, in their minds, of a government crackdown on radical dissidents, the house could be a way station on the way to exile in Canada. And if none of this Armageddon came to pass, it would be a place for inexpensive vacations, where their city kids would have a chance to run around the woods and swim in a pond. 
That anyone would want to drill wells on the land in search of natural gas was beyond the realm of imagination. This wasn't Texas. When my mother called me to discuss the offer, she wanted to know what I thought. Should they sign the lease? It is a complex question, and answering it requires weighing sacrifice and opportunity, money and the environment. As a reporter, I spend my working hours talking to people who work in the industry and live near its wells. I think about how much energy the world consumes and where it comes from. There are no easy answers to the energy puzzle. There are unforeseen costs and necessary evils. What the independence set in motion has changed an entire global industry and upended the traditional energy order. The emergence of vast, untapped energy stores literally under our feet allows natural gas to challenge coal and nuclear power.